your first question that you asked, is magic real? And I think it is, but it exists in our minds. You know, magic, magic, literally speaking, is not is not real. You know, I I'm, I don't claim to have special powers, but if I can provide an experience for someone, yeah, no one has powers, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if if someone claims they have powers, run away because they're probably crazy. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna rob you or something. I don't know. They're gonna scam you. Hey there, welcome to the Gluten-Free Organic Thoughts Podcast, where you are encouraged to express your natural thoughts and views through casual, meaningful conversations that hopefully can lead to learning and understanding new perspectives. To find out more info, visit www.gfothoughts.com. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Wong and Robert Din. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another great episode of Gluten-Free Organic Thought Podcast. My name is Michael and always with me, Robert. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, today, we have a special guest with us, a, a very magical guest. We yep, have Danny good. H. here with us. Oh, he's already <laughs> doing tricks. <laughs> this is my best trick. This is my, my, this is my favorite one. There we wow. go. <laughs> welcome, Danny. Welcome, Danny. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for uh, spending some time with us. I know you're yeah. a busy man doing a lot of shows, so, you know. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Before we get started, well, let's start with our drinks. So what are we drinking? Oh, I, knew, we I knew what you were going to say. Yeah, there you go. See? I'm actually, I'm drinking wine in a beer mug. What wine kind of wine? In a beer mug. What kind of wine? Yeah. Uh, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Okay. All right. Any, any yeah. specific or just anything? They just, I'll just find this. I'm just going to pour it in here. I found it and I was like, you know what? Instead of pouring it in a wine glass, let me be different and pour it in a beer. And like, I don't want to, I don't want to set the expectation that I'm going to turn the wine into beer. No, <laughs> I'm not that good. You're like, oh no, this was originally water. And I turned it into water. <laughs> I turned it into, I'm not Jesus, guys. <laughs> or am I? <laughs> and, and plus it's more air to air, to, you know, to, to let that wine air out more. So mm -hmm. yeah, more that too. that's also that's, a reason. That was yeah. the whole reason. That was the real reason. <laughs> it, it is now. It is now. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what I got today is a blue bottle. Oh, you went yeah. no alcohol today. Wow. I went outside and, uh, and you went outside. Bottle. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought about drinking alcohol today, but I decided not to because I got other stuff to do tonight, you know? Okay. Wow. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, fantasy draft is very important, by the way, folks. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fantasy football draft? You want to stay sober for that a little bit? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. But At least the I first am... few picks. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I got, uh, I got this green tea matcha. I'm not sure you can see or not. I okay. homemade... Yeah. Pretty much uh, with oat milk and a little bit of honey. And then, uh, yeah, I, this time around, I made it more pure. So it's like a little bit stronger taste of matcha. So we'll see how that tastes. But I, I decided to go take it easy in the caffeine today. I had like a sales, a Celsius energy drink and a cup of coffee already this morning. So I'm like caffeinated to the max. Did you say Celsius energy drink? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's what like two they're uh, addictive, high caffeinated energy drink between ranges between 200 mg to 300 mgs in a Celsius can. Wow, drink. that's a lot. It's a I lot. actually, yeah, I've heard about those. And funny enough, it's funny that you mentioned that because I 
earlier today I was watching this YouTube video with Jonah Hill where he explains like some of his essentials. Yeah. And Jonah Hill swears by Celsius energy. What? Like he, yeah, Jonah Hill literally yeah. drinks Celsius every morning. And he's hey, just, Robert, he's not your, sponsored or anything. He's just like, he's a big fan of the, of the drink Celsius. Yeah. It's your next Red Bull for you. Hey, Robert. <laughs> wow, really? Yes. I love Red Bull. I know I you do. Know. That's why exactly I'm calling that out. This is the thing, right? Like I stopped drinking Red Bull um, about five years ago, but I still love the taste of Red Bull. Like that's why I drank it was the uh, taste. I love the I taste. I hate the taste. I hate the taste. Of Red Bull. I don't no. like the taste either. Yeah. You don't like it? I don't no. know. Maybe no. I drank it so much that I maybe, love it and it's maybe, like a positive reinforcement type of thing. Maybe yeah. with a gigabomb in it, that's about it. But just, you know. <laughs> no, I, I love Red the Bull drink, vodka. taste of Red, Red Bull. Vodka, yeah. I, would, I would chug that stuff. Before I went to bed, I would chug it just to get All the right. taste. Enough alcohol talk. So let's get into the real, de you know, uh, details of, I mean, the topic of this episode today. So the reason why we have Danny on, Danny's going to help us answer a question. Is magic real today? Oh, yeah. So, so Danny H, he's a magician. Mm -hmm. Danny, how long have you been doing magic for? Uh, so I've been doing magic uh, since I was 11. So for about 11 years now. Okay. Right. Eleven yeah. Years. Eleven years. Uh. Yeah. So it sort of just started out as, you know, a hobby, like like uh, like most things do. I was just watching YouTube videos, and I came across you know random mm -hmm. magic tutorials, and I started learning like card tricks on YouTube, different different basic magic tricks on YouTube. Um, and that's that's how I started out. I was just learning on my own for like the first year. Uh, and then after that, I uh, I discovered uh, two two different magic clubs in like around where I lived. I so I grew up in Miami, and in Miami there's um, you know there's a large Hispanic community. So yep. there's one magic club that was just it was a Hispanic magic club. It was called Blue Magical Miami. That's or it, cool. it, it is called Blue Magical Miami. It's still you know it's still happening. Yeah, they'll meet every month. Uh, right now it's sort of you know because of COVID they're not meeting, but yeah. they actually just started back up again. So, so what's a magic club? Meeting. Explain that to folks. What is a magic club? You exactly. So yeah, so a magic club is an exclusive. No, I'm kidding. It's not exclusive at all. <laughs> VIP style. VIP. You gotta you gotta show your work. You gotta show you're worthy before they accept you in. You gotta sign a waiver. You have to sell your soul to. Yeah. I'm kidding. That way you don't but, reveal any secrets, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no secrets it's, revealed. It's really, <laughs> it's really just like any like um, art form that you know may have meetings or like clubs. Mm -hmm. It's just a bunch of you know magicians. We meet up. We show each other magic tricks. We learn magic tricks off of each other. Uh, typically in 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 magic clubs, uh, they'll have, um, they'll do like basic you know. Um, you know stuff like oh is everyone doing good like um you know basic because there's like a president secretary all that stuff mm -hmm. uh that handles different things uh and then then we just have fun we we have like stage time there's there's not really a stage typically depends on like the the venue but yeah. uh our club we would meet at a restaurant every month um and then we switch it to a banquet hall so we we would have technically like this little little stage with nice lights and then we would perform something. So everyone, if they if they wanted to, they would sort of like an open mic kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so, I was gonna say it's, mm -hmm. a, it's an internal yeah. open mic, so that way you can practice your tricks in front of right. people. You get feedbacks and stuff. 
almost that sense. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Wow. Yeah, that's like a Toastmaster to me, Robert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toastmaster yeah. for magic. Yeah. That's what it is. It's Toastmaster for magic. <laughs> it's funny. I actually I heard about Toast, Toastmasters because yeah. of one of my magic clubs. Oh, nice. I haven't been to a Toastmasters meeting, but um, I remember someone was telling me about Toastmasters in in the magic club that I was in. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, like this will help you in terms of like public speaking and all that stuff." So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I've done that. Uh, I've done that. I uh, was when I was in UF, and then I I did it in Santa Monica as well. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely a a different feel because you can obviously with magic you plan stuff things like that. Uh, different from improv because improv you have to do it on the spot. So at least with Toastmasters you can plan prep. And then you have different judges who judge you different areas of your speech. And mm -hmm. so, which is good because you, those are the kind of feedbacks you probably need in order to get better anyway. And so I'm not sure, like, for you, you probably would kill it because you're, good, you're a good storyteller. And because you have to be as a magician. So, and you're, mm -hmm. you're an actual storyteller in that piece of that. So, but I'm not sure. So now in your magic club, they do, it, do they do that for you? Like, you perform a little trick and they give you a little feedback based on certain things that they see. I'm just curious. Um, not really. It's, it's really up to everyone's discretion. If they want to go up to like after the meeting is over and like, oh, you know, okay. give you some Ask tips and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So it's really just, uh, you know, we don't really take each other too seriously in terms of like the, the, the skill, mm -hmm. uh, to, to be completely honest, I hope no one hears skills, this well, from my magic well, club. Well, or the from skill magic. set varies, right? The skill set varies. That's what it is. The skill right, set the skill set varies. But but yeah. like what I'm trying to say is like most magic clubs yeah. uh, are, they consist of like older guys that, you know, are, are not really professionals or more like hobbyists. So they'll, Got it. you know, they're, they're into magic. They love magic. They've been into magic since, mm -hmm. you know, for a very long time. They, but they, don't, they don't really practice it. They do yeah. it for fun, yeah. So, so they're more amateurs, hobbyists. More it's amateurs. amateurs. That's what it is. Yeah. For okay. the, yeah, for the most part, every now and then, you know, they'll be they'll be like, yeah. for example, the magic club that that I grew up going to, like when I first started going to Club Mágico Miami, the the Hispanic magic club. Yep. Um, there was this magician. He he passed away a couple years ago, but his name was Fantasio, mm -hmm. and he would go to these meetings. And Fantasio was like a living legend in magic. Like you could go you could go across the world in different like magic clubs or, or magic communities or whatever uh, around the world. And they would know who Fantasio is. Like he mm. invented a lot of like really uh, useful magic props. Like he was a, he was a famous magician. He was from Argentina and then he moved to Miami, you know, later on in, in his life when he retired and, and it, he was great. He was, and he was the nicest guy too, super humble. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting. Like the people that you meet at, at these random clubs and and i just happened to to start in this magic club mm -hmm. uh with one of like with you know a living legend so mm -hmm. it was really cool uh getting to experience that gotcha there's so also there's also like actually like you you were joking around with this actually like exclusive magic clubs right like uh, oh you are right like the magic sure. castle type of thing yeah, yeah. Like only the top or that you, <laughs> you have to be invited to to join or whatever right? yeah yeah that's more it, it, it that is true but that's more for like you know that's that's more for the whole story side of it because you know people people hear like oh it's an exclusive magic club and it is yep. but um and i've never been to the magic castle but like you know for example if i'm i so i there's this thing called ibm mm -hmm. and international brotherhood of magicians 
if I'm a member of that, like if I'm a member of that and, and I was because I was in that magic club in Miami, Mm -hmm. if I'm a member of that, then I can go to the magic castle. I don't need like an invitation. So yeah, to, to a certain extent it is inclusive, exclusive, but it's not super like, you know, Hey, Oh, I thought it was like, hush, hush. No one, no one, no one comes in or out without the approval of the, of the membership. (laughs) all this stuff yeah no it's it's more of a it's more of a fun venue um it is there they are strict about like a lot of different things like they're strict about dress code if you're wearing jeans they won't let you in Mm. so So, this ibm thing right 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 the question so like what is the requirement for for them to approve you there's not really a requirement i think you just have to prove that you're into magic for you to become a member oh you you can become a lifetime for 1200 dollars. that's not bad Oh, are you searching it up? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. So there's, there's two, at least in, in, well, IBM technically is international, but there, there's yeah. a couple, but the two most prominent ones in the US are IBM yeah. mm-hmm. and then SAM, Society yeah. of American Magicians. Got it. And SAM was started by Harry Houdini, actually. Oh, wow. So it goes way like back. Harry, oh. Yeah, it goes way back. Yeah. And IBM is also, IBM also goes way back. So how, but they're both like prominent ones in in the U.S. That's pretty cool. So so it's kind of like the, the international group. So, and I guess it sounds like everybody joins this just because it helps networking, right? It promotes a little pretty much. So it has a little you know, some perks and benefits. So yeah, let, let's take a step back for a second. So something yeah. make you fell in love with magic, right? What was it like? What was the first trick that make you fell in love with it? Or did something? Did someone? Did your dad take you to a show or something? Like, what was the first trick that you fell in love with? Oh, I'm gonna ha- want to learn how to do magic. Or was it a specific magician that you fell in love with? Yeah. So, I, before I started magic, mm-hmm. like I started around 11 years old. But before that, I was always into magic. I always loved it. And one of the first experiences that I had, like seeing magic for the first time, was. Um, by this magician named uh, George Iglesias. Okay. He, it was in Miami. He had, he came to, he came to my house um, because my, it, there was like this weird Hispanic um, TV show where they would renovate like parts of your house. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, like mm-hmm. the, those TV shows where they, where they renovate like whole homes. Yeah. This one was like in this local like uh, network and they would renovate like so they renovated my office at my house wait, when wait, i was, was like it, was, seven was this in univision or something like that i think i think it was Univision. <laughs> yeah i'm not sure maybe telemundo Telemundo. Yeah. it was okay. one, yeah so that's so, pretty cool though they came to your house and just renovated came, so yeah so they came to my house they renovated they renovated the, the office right okay, the office yeah it was really funny so i and i vaguely remember this i was really little i don't remember too much but for free, one right? of their segments what was that was it for free I think so. Yeah. I don't think okay. my parents had to pay anything or okay. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not even sure how they got themselves into that. <laughs> okay. But, so yeah. Inside. They do some sketchy stuff. <laughs> um, my parents, I mean, I'm kidding. They're great. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. One of the segments of the TV show was they would have this magician do like a trick, mm-hmm. like every TV show, they would have Georgie Glaces do a trick. And he, he did a trick that I didn't get to see. I never saw the trick. But I heard from the reactions and from like everyone else that saw the trick that he made water float in the air. Oh my right? god! What? He what? made water float in the air. Like he just he. Danny, you need to go find the tape. 
and pull that back yes, out. Yes, you need to find that. And the funny thing is that I don't think he did that. I don't think that's the trick he did on camera. That was just a, a trick oh. he did off camera to okay. just casually to people. Yeah, mm-hmm. at my house. So, but I didn't see the trick, but I heard everyone's reaction and I heard people tell me that same thing that I just told you guys. He made water float in midair. And in my mind, all these years, I didn't realize it, but in my mind, I thought I had saw, I had thought I had seen it actually happen. I thought I saw the water float in midair, but it's just what my mind made up. Uh Right. So I saw, I saw, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't there, but I saw in my mind, I imagined water like physically floating in the air. (laughs) Right. So that's what I thought I saw. I never ended up seeing it. Then that's not what happened at all. (laughs) Right. That he, so what the, the, the trick years later, I learned, Oh, this is a trick he did because like, it's just a trick he did. Like, I remember Uh like what it involved. It's just a, it was a water bottle. Right. And then he, he went like that and he poured it, he poured water was real. And then he went like this, whatever magic and the water stopped from flowing. Right. So he made the water like stop flowing from the water bottle. Going down. That's, that's what he did. Yeah. The water was still in the water bottle and then he got like a toothpick and then he put the toothpick inside you know, to make sure to show that there was no, that, you know, there's actually a, a hole clock. in the water it was, it bottle. Was, yeah, it wasn't clogged or anything like that. Okay. It was, yeah. Yeah. So that's the trick he did. But to me, it was so impactful because like, even <laughs> though I didn't see it in my, my brain made up this like story that's pretty cool. that he made water flow in midair because of what everyone else yeah. Uh, yeah. saw. So, and, and I want to sort of uh, refer that back to your first question that you asked, is yeah. magic real? And I think it is but it exists in our minds, you know, Ah. magic, Mm -hmm. magic, literally speaking is not, is not real. You know, I, I'm, I don't claim to have special powers, but if I can provide an experience for someone, yeah, no no one has powers, you know? Um, And if, if someone claims they have powers run away because they're probably crazy. (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna rob you or something. I don't know. They're gonna scam you. But like I like to it's it's just the experience that you provide to someone that makes them think that magic like any experience where like someone says like oh oh snap like I just saw real magic. Yeah. That that's what real magic that's what magic is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So magic that's, is real, it just exists in our minds. That's pretty cool. That that illusion of it, that I guess that imagination yeah. that piece of it. Right. Listen, I, I believe magic is real, to be honest. At least from my yeah. things, you know. So I mean, I I like to think that there are powers above our understanding. It's not because mm-hmm. because we probably haven't dived into it, right? And because we don't understand it. That's probably why. But right. I do think that I mean, but eventually once we understand it, then we realize okay, okay, this is how it works. Then that little that magical illusion that it fades away, you know what I mean? Yeah, so just, that's the reason why I think magic's real. That's you know because yeah, you gotta you gotta keep mystery in your life. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's super important. Yeah, yeah, but that's also what he was saying. Like it's in your mind, right? Like yeah. it's just because you don't understand it yet that yeah. it's a uh, it's a mystery. That's true. <laughs> All right, but so, sometimes it's better to not understand things. Like that's so um, true. That is so true. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you you like to keep like, to keep that know. illusion in your mind. I've yeah. I've watched a lot of magic, and then I'll later on go and be like how did they do this trick and i like look up how they do it <laughs> and then once i find out i'm like oh i mean it doesn't it doesn't take away because i'm still like it's amazing that they thought of this way to do it yeah. but right. it's like but it's like now i know how it's done and it doesn't impress me anymore so then <laughs> right. 
having that mystery yeah. of 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 uh not knowing how it's done like at, keep could, keeps that um that magic Suspense. alive yeah. yeah yeah it's it's i think it's so important to keep the mystery alive um because i i forgot where i i forgot where i heard this from but someone made a very good analogy in terms of like magic like for the people that that you know are sort of skeptics like they don't they don't care about magic because they know it's fake like they don't enjoy magic because yeah. they're constantly trying to figure out how the trick works mm -hmm. and uh this is what i heard like like you don't you don't go to see the movie avatar and you're like hey that was a good movie but those blue people they're not real <laughs> you see it and you you know you're immersed in this movie you're like oh yeah that's amazing and like you know for those two hours you believe that that there's this world there's this pandora yeah. and the blue people exist in it Mm -hmm. Same thing with magic, you know, you, you have to just submit yourself yeah. to, to enjoy it and not constantly try to figure out like how the trick works, like just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. But I, I find, do want to, I find trying to find out how it's done is like very uh, enjoyable also though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's the reason I got started. I, I wanted to know how it was done. Yeah. So of course it's, it's very enjoyable, you know, having that knowledge of how tricks are done, mm -hmm. but yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm really curious to find out how some people f just flies in the air because that just throws me off a lot. So I, I I am very curious to see how it's done because from an engineering standpoint, I'm like, oh shit, I really want to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll be disappointed. Oh really? <laughs> when you, if you find out, yeah, you'll be disappointed most of the time. Hey, hey Danny, I'm gonna go to the magic conference with you next year. I'm telling you right now, okay? Right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I I'll show you around. Stuff. Yeah, you'll you'll learn uh, you'll learn a bunch of tricks. You'll learn all this the secrets. Yeah. The ones so, that I find the most interesting are the ones where they're like uh, predicting people's behaviors or whatever, like uh, the uh, mentalism type of stuff. Because I'm like, this is a different trick than what I can like figure out. Like they they've done some other research to like, a little bit of psychology behind yeah that. done some psychology and yeah. some stuff that i don't know whereas like the card tricks and like the that stuff like i can in my head see where how things kind of happen but like right. the <laughs> mentalism ones i'm just like all right i don't know like i give up <laughs> how do they even look <laughs> uh, all right danny so what in, so you have a magician that inspire you i'm just wondering you have a like i'm just curious like for example let's say Dumbledore or something like that, you know, just wondering. Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. So so there's been there's been a lot of magicians, uh, mostly like just known in like the magic community. Okay. Uh that are like famous in the magic community that have inspired me a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think like one of my biggest inspirations, especially when I first started out, uh, was David Blaine. Because mm -hmm. I would I would watch his specials and I'd be like, wow, I want to do that. Um so yeah, David Blaine was definitely one of my biggest inspirations. Actually, can you um, tell the story how you met him? I think mean, that would be cool. Yeah, that's literally the David object Blaine? that I had set aside for, yeah. for the oh, story okay. time. Okay. I don't know if you want to save it for then or you want me to do it now. Uh, I, you, tell, you, you can tell the story, uh, how you met him, just on a brief story, just from that part of it. Yeah. Brief story. And then I'll okay. show the okay. thing later. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was like, I was probably 17 years old and it was just that, an airport. I didn't expect to meet anyone famous, especially not like my idol growing up. Wow. And I was just sitting down waiting to board the flight. Uh, and then I, I, they call first class for the flight. And then I was just on my phone and I look up and I'm like, that David Blaine. And I was like, <laughs> nah, there's no way. 
But then, oh, like, man. I look up again. I, I had to do a double take. I look up and I'm like, oh, my God, that's Dave Blaine. So I I sort of, like, creep up to him. And I, I'm like, like, my parents are sitting next to me. I'm like, mom, dad, it's fucking Dave. I'm sorry. I curse? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, you can fine. curse. It's uh, fine. <laughs> I can curse. Okay, thank yeah. you. <laughs> mom, it's David Blaine. And they're like, oh, my God, no way. So <laughs> whatever. Like, oh I, <laughs> what a reaction. <laughs> what a reaction. No, they didn't react like that. They were, they were freaking out, too. Um, but oh, so they knew who they were. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. They knew, they, yeah, they've seen the specials with me. But okay. the funny part is that David Blaine was, like, incognito mode. He had black caps, sunglasses, black T-shirt, black yeah. pants on, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. He was all black. So you can even tell. And the funny thing is that, everyone like everyone uh, surrounding him was not paying any attention to him like yeah. i literally went up to this guy like super like awkward yeah. like hey david david is that you <laughs> I started, like i started yeah. fangirling yeah. and no one no one around like no one at the airport knew knew who he was everyone was wow. just looking at us like who is who is this kid going up to this <laughs> random guy like is yeah. this guy famous i don't know yeah um so yeah, basically, I, I had met David Blaine, and then uh, I can tell the whole story later. Okay, did you, you can go did back? You on tell, this. Could you tell based on his goatee? Is that how you felt? Like figured out it was him? <laughs> no, I've I've actually studied his fa- his face for many years. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. um, <laughs> I stalk him. Yeah. No, I just uh, I just really I could cool, just tell man. like I recognized him. Yeah, yeah. And really another cool. thing that gave it away was he yeah. was playing with cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was he was playing with a deck of cards. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's got to be David Blaine. No one plays uh, with deck of cards randomly in the airport by himself, right? Right. Yeah. No one that no one no one that looks like David Blaine plays yeah. with decks of cards at the airport. <laughs> yeah. It's just David Blaine. Man, those David Blaine impersonators when they yeah. they, they they that's what they gotta do. They gotta go to airport just like be shuffling cards, playing with stuff. And then so, kids like me will go up to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Danny, as you were, I guess, um, I'm very curious about this one question. So, like, as you were growing up, you were trying to learn different tricks, different things, you know, trying to hone your tools, your skills, right? Did you, did you realize there are different type of magic out there? If so, how did it broken down? And then how did you decide to go to which part you want to learn stuff? Like, you can learn a little bit more about card tricks. You can learn about, like, I, I don't know, I guess. Stage how magic. The, and yeah, stage magic. Zones. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess I don't know what is a different type of magic out there, first of all. Can you elaborate that a little bit more? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um there essentially there's there's two categories. Yep. Um classified by so like there's magic competitions apart mm-hmm. from like conferences. There's also magic competitions that also happen at these conferences. And the biggest one that there is is FISM, right? It's right. uh it's a it's it's something in French. Federación Internacional, it's it's called FISM. Okay. It's basically considered like the Olympics of magic, right? It happens oh, wow. every three years in a different country. It's like the biggest magic competition. It's very, you know, it's very prominent. So uh, they classify, they categorize magic in two separate categories, stage and close-up. Okay. And within those categories, they have like subcategories. Uh, and then that's when you, that's when you sort of dive into like the different types of magic that there are. So mm-hmm. there's like, you know, card magic, there's um, uh, mentalism, mind reading, like, okay. uh, like Robert was saying, okay. uh, there's, um, let's see, I wrote this down. actually. <laughs> uh, you know, there's, there's manipulation, like okay. uh, tech, like stuff with, with your hands, like manipulation. Uh, there's comedy magic, there's like large scale illusions. 
that okay. these like you know illusionists do there's quick change magic where you you know you change oh, your outfit yeah. really fast that's right yeah um yeah. so to be honest there's there's endless types of magic if, okay. if you want to look at it that way i guess the subcategories it looks like it can branch out in a little bit more detail yeah there's different you know yeah. styles and approaches you can take but at its core there's only like um i i forgot how many but there's a set of like yeah. six or seven i think different effects in magic that you can do like different different things ca like categorized as magic yep. levitation disappearing appearing um you know transposition or something you know uh s like switch places so there's there's like a set of like tricks and they all sort of fall into whatever category you want so like you know if i if i do a card trick and i and i figure out what your card is that's more mentalism but if i take a card and i make it disappear that's disappearing so oh. like it's oh. even though it's even though it's still a card trick both are still card tricks they're different effects you know mm, okay got it that makes sense. yeah so now and now what is denny's age specialty magic type of magic oh man i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> specialized. i don't know man like Not, do you do a little uh, bit of everything? I'm just curious. Do you do a little bit of everything, or are you still trying to find, uh, like, fine tune it as you grow your skill set? So yeah, so um, I, I I I think what I've been focusing on for mm -hmm. for a while now, and what I want to continue focusing on is more like um, comedy magic, like okay. mixing magic and comedy together, mm -hmm. and also just anything anything that whether it's it, it's doesn't i mean as long as i like the trick as mm -hmm. long as like i as, as long as i like it and i and i think the audience will like it then mm -hmm. yeah i don't i don't i don't really have like a specialty mm -hmm. something that i i was really into uh when i was about 15 or 16 yep. was manipulation okay. uh so i would um i can actually i competed at one of the ibm conventions in 2015. Awesome. nice yeah um and i did a, a manipulation act on stage so i would i would do like stuff with uh not basically card tricks mm -hmm. but not card tricks where like i i pick your card like no one mm -hmm. picked a card in this uh in this routine i i basically made cards like disappear appear like sort of doing like stuff with with cards in your in your hands yeah that's pretty cool i <laughs> i think i knew fism based on like there was an eric chin like video that yeah. came out a couple of years ago and yeah. he made cards disappear and turn into uh -huh. coins and do all kinds and i was like this like this is the type of magic that's like amazing oh was, right? was that the guy on american got talent he yeah. was also there yeah 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 he was also oh. there yeah so it's really funny because eric chen he won fism like he won in fism won? there's probably 150 competitors yeah right and they narrow them down uh to like a like within their subcategories yeah. and then there's two grand winners in all of FISM. there's one for stage and one for close-up right yep. two grand prix winners yep. eric chen won the close-up championship at FISM, and then right after he did america's got talent which is wow. which is so funny and he yeah. blew up so and i saw the FISM, yeah. i saw the FISM video and i was like oh my god this is an amazing trick it was just so sick i couldn't believe yeah it, it was it's, that's it's the crazy. type of magic yeah. where you just like look at it and you're like these guys okay. are are so good at what they do and, and you, i guess for me i would never want to figure out how it's done because it would just keep it would ruin the magic for me see yeah like there's some things i'd rather not know i don't know how eric chen does half the things in oh, his really? act like even you don't his, even know. his stuff wow. 
his stuff looks like CGI. Yeah. Like I, that's, I guess that could be like another category of magic stuff that is so visual yeah. that it looks like a computer, like it looks like a computer generated effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's, it's, it's real. It's all, you know, happening right in front of you. Yeah. That's it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. I was, I was watching that. I was like, man, this is, this is what magic <laughs> is to me. This is all right. Epitome. So, so let me ask. So Danny, speaking of magic. So what do you guess us for today? You have a trick or two for us today? I got, I got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, so I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this one just because, uh, I know, I know your podcast is yeah. called, uh, you know, gluten free. Yeah. So like, I, I, I do have some gluten here in my hands. Oh, it's fine. I'll We're just, okay I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I even show this on camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He just pulled out a, a loaf of bread out of his hand guys yeah. for those listening and watching y'all should switch over to the youtube video i know sure. seriously right? <laughs> yeah for, for those who are listening just switch to youtube watch this whole podcast again yeah <laughs> so so check this out um I'll, I'll 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 do something i'll do something with with some cards let me pan down the camera real quick yeah, no worries i'll do something with hopefully you guys can see that yeah, yeah i see it, it. you guys mm-hmm. see that uh-huh. yeah a little there you go i'll do something with a couple actually i don't need this many cards i just need one. Oh. uh i just need <laughs> this one yeah that's that's all that's okay. the only one i need okay. um and, and i'll show you why i'll show you why i just need okay. one so it's kind of weird uh doing magic on camera yep because like i was saying before like some things look like cgi yeah and what you're about to see will look a little bit like cgi yep but it's all real it's watch all the real. sharpie Okay. And watch the card. Okay. Yeah. Oh no way! Wait, the sharpie's going through the card. Wait, what? How is it possible? How? No. What? What in the world? Is that a trick card? No, it's not. So he's moving. (laughs) He's moving the marker around the card. He put the. There's no hole in it. Weird, right? He put the. He put the marker through the card and moved it around the inside of the card. What? And took it out, and there's no hole in the card. This is this okay. is something. If 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 we were in person, would we see the same effect? You guys? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. my god, that's crazy. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's, that I that is. I don't. I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say about that. See, when when Robert's speechless, that that's good because he uh he tends to figure things out a little bit faster than I do. Okay, okay. I have no idea how that's done. <laughs> so look, I'll. I'll do something else that <laughs> will look like CGI. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll sort of switch over to, uh, I want to sort of involve you guys a little bit. Okay. So I'll show you what I mean. But but first I want to show you this one. Um, you guys have seen one of these before, right? Rubik's uh, yeah. Cube? Rubik's yep. Cube. Yeah. So I, 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 I've always been so fascinated by its ability to uh, attract women. I'm kidding. No, it oh. does not do that. Wow. No, I'm kidding. It does not do that. <laughs> I was say like, you have, uh, you have a quite... better way with the Rubik's Cube than I do. It does quite the opposite. No, it does quite the opposite. But um, I've actually, I've never been able to solve them before. Uh, in fact, the, the only, uh, the closest I've gone is uh, two, just two squares. That's it. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to see if I can try this out. Hopefully, hopefully this will work out. Can you guys see that? Yeah. Pretty mixed up, right? Yep. Um. I don't know how many moves it'll take, but 
I think if I'm just go like that, watch the Rubik's Cube. When I snap my fingers like this, watch. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> it actually becomes solved now. He solved it. He solved it within a what? second. <laughs> With that, that was like a split of, of a wrist. second. That was like a split <laughs> of a second. Yeah. That's sick. That's oh, crazy. That's weird. <laughs> Thank you, is guys. This, is, is that how you impress the ladies? Hey, ladies. Yeah. Check this out. You know, check out this Rubik's cube <laughs> while I pick up my snot. <laughs> you know that there's a there's like YouTube channels where guys go out into the street and uh, and do magic tricks like close up magic mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they always have all these like girls on there. Um, I yeah. don't know how many numbers they get, but that's that's you, the whole channel. But, so you don't, Robert, you don't think they're the assistants though? Like they're they, they gotta have some kind of assistant though. They're all different girls every time, so it's possible. But I feel like. Yeah. I feel like with magic, it does. You don't have to have, you don't have to have assistance all the time. Like there's some tricks that you just do, and they're just impressive, right? And then, I think, like Danny, is that true? I'm just wondering from your perspective. No, so assistance has just been a thing that uh, we've been sort of like taught to to yeah to know that oh, all magicians have their assistant. That's not necessarily true. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's just the social construct. Got it. Uh, okay. No, but but for example, like the, the the stage illusionists, like they typically have assistance because like um, they're dealing with large, large illusions, large props on stage. Yeah. So like for example, if the magician gets in a box, or if or if his assistant gets in a box, uh, he needs his other assistant to hand him, uh, you know, a big sword and put the sword through the box or whatever the illusion is. Typically. When it's like large scale illusions like that, it involves yeah. one or or more assistants. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I I wanna I wanna try something out. Um, let's see, Robert. We literally just met, right? We've never met before. Uh, we haven't predetermined anything at all. Correct. Yeah, it's been about an hour since we've met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less than that. <laughs> right. Less than that. So. <laughs> So check this out. I'm gonna. I have this notepad here, and and it's 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 blank. By the way, mm -hmm. I want you to just uh, think of any two-digit number, any two-digit number you want. Okay. You got it. Mm -hmm. Don't say it. Just think of it. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I got it. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think I got it. <laughs> Robert, for the first time, what was the two-digit number that you're thinking of? Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Yeah. And no way. No way. Robert, there's there's no way that I could have known this, right? There's no way I could have known this. <laughs> he no, just wrote it. He I just wrote it. We didn't we didn't prearrange anything. No, at I just all, randomly right? chose a number and okay. you randomly chose a number. Yeah. The one number that I have written down. Is in fact, I don't know if you can see that, but 72. 72. <laughs> oh my God. What the heck? How? How's that Let me possible? see if I can, hold on. Let me see if I can. Uh, you can zoom in a little bit about it. Yeah. Do that. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. 72. <laughs> but I know what you're thinking. You're, you're probably thinking, well, maybe I've been mentioning the number 72 throughout the podcast. Maybe I sort of, you know, use some <laughs> psychology, like you were saying before, to influence you to think of 72 off the top of your head, right? <laughs> maybe, perhaps. It's possibly a force. Yeah, it's possibly a force. Right, maybe. But but I, let, let's try this out. I want you to think of any, if you want to stick with the same number, you can. But I, I 
if you want to, you can change your mind. Just just name, and you don't have to like, you just name any two-digit number, but really think about it. Name any two-digit number you want. <laughs> really think about it, okay? Okay. I don't want you to think that I'm sort of forcing any number on you. You could really name wh whatever number you want. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. 22. 22, you sure? Yeah, 22. Okay. I actually, I, I, I have a, a list of groceries on my phone. I'm going to go to my notes app and show you uh, and show you the, the notes. Do you see the groceries mm -hmm. right there? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to scroll down to 22. Oops. I'm going to scroll down. Oops. Sorry. Okay. I haven't typed anything. I'm just going to scroll down to 22. Okay. Uh -huh. Oh, wait. I totally, hold on. Something. Let, let's try this again because for some reason my phone glitched out. I don't want you to think that I'm doing anything. Uh, name uh -huh. any two. Name any other number. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Um, let me think again. Let me let me rethink. Um, Let, let's try this out. Sorry, sorry. Before you mention anything, I don't know if you guys have noticed throughout the the, the, the show, but yeah. I've had I have had this bag there the whole it's time. It's a bag right? with a question mark in it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. This next number that you say will determine the outcome. Of what's in that bag. <laughs> so okay. think about think about this number. Go ahead. Um, Would you say thirty three, or do you want to change that? I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna go forty seven. Forty seven. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see where my notes at. Let's go to groceries. All right. Do you see? Forty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Forty seven. I see that. I see Budweiser. That's what is forty seven? What is it, Budweiser? Yeah. Budweiser, right? If you would have chosen 46, you would have said dishwasher tablets, 48 yeah. popsicles. If you would have said 22, if you would have stuck with the number 22, you would have gotten tuna steak. If you would have <laughs> said what, what was the previous one, 33, right? Is that what you said? You would have gotten yeah. corn. If yeah. you would have kept your previous number, the one that you wrote down, the one that, uh, that I wrote down on the paper, 72, uh, it would have been honey. But no, you said... 47, 47 which is Budweiser. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> How can you fit all that stuff inside of this bag? I don't understand. There's nothing in there, though. It could be empty. The one thing inside this bag, you're not going <laughs> to believe this. The one thing inside this bag. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, oh, you sure you didn't pick ketchup? What number? What number was ketchup on that list? I don't. I don't know. But you know what? I, I'm sorry. I messed up the trick. But you said Budweiser. You picked Budweiser, right? Yeah, Budweiser. Yeah. Watch you, the ketchup. Can you still get? I'm gonna me a go Budweiser? back inside the bag. I'm gonna go back inside the bag. Put the ketchup inside. When I snap my fingers, the ketchup turns into oh. Budweiser. Wow. And you might be thinking, no, there's nothing inside the bag. It's just what? The Budweiser. It's just, just Budweiser, up the guys. Guys. Hey, guys, what? What? Yeah, it's just the Budweiser. What? What? All right. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm glad you switched yeah. it to Budweiser because uh, that, that's what I was really aiming for. Right, not, you don't want ketchup. Nah, who's going to drink ketchup? Yeah, can't do it. All right, Danny, that, wow, that was amazing. That was amazing. That, that was, okay, Robert's impressed. He still doesn't know. Even, even though he messed up picking numbers, he's still, I what? I know. I want to see what the tuna steak would have been. Me too. <laughs> how, are you, how are you gonna pull? Just a pull tuna out a whole steak? tuna. Just a whole tuna. <laughs> it's, a whole, 
Oh, I just caught this, guys. Before the podcast, I went fishing, <laughs> and I caught a tuna. Just in case you put it in a bag. <laughs> yeah, put it in the bag. It's been out of the refrigerator, so this whole room is super smelly right yeah. now. He's but got I did that, it just for you guys. Just everything for the group, on that organic list is somewhere thoughts. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Okay, I'll give you that one. Okay, I haven't seen that one before, Danny. So that was that's that's pretty, pretty good. cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you guys. No, appreciate that for showing us that. Um, all right, Danny. So I want to be able to kind of wrap up this episode with a little bit of words of wisdom, right? So if you were to encourage somebody who wants to learn magic, what is something that you think that they will they should focus on? Just wondering, what would that be? If they want to learn magic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say uh, just keep going. I feel like that's the generic advice. Like, you know, everyone just says, oh, work hard, practice, keep doing that. Those things are all true. Yeah. Um, But I would say above that, I would say like in in terms of magic, allow yourself, allow yourself to be a kid again, you know, at least when you're, when you're watching magic um from you know from from another magician or from a magic show allow yourself to be a kid again let your guard down like i was saying before like just you know just enjoy it um and in terms of of someone that that wants to get into magic um i think that i think the biggest advice that i hear all the time and it's very true uh is quality over quantity Mm-hmm. Um, at the very beginning, you're going to want to learn like a hundred magic tricks mm-hmm. and, and you will learn a hundred magic tricks and you will learn more than that. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of those magic tricks you'll forget. Um, so I, I think it's really important to just practice, um, you know, practice the, the specific tricks that you like, you know, mm-hmm. like instead of learning a whole bunch of tricks, you're never going to be great at those tricks. If you practice, it's sort of like the that quote like the 10,000 when you when you 10, practice something 10,000 times yeah, yeah 10,000 10, hours. hours yeah mm-hmm. um and yeah you don't you don't need magic like you don't you don't need to buy magic because yes. uh i remember when when i first started out i would buy so much magic all the time i wanted to learn new tricks so i would go on you know wherever ebay or or just just different online magic shops and i would buy magic and you would spend a lot of money buying magic and you you don't need that you don't need that because the magic isn't what's going to make you a good magician you it's you like people don't care about the tricks people care about the magician the performer yeah so it's it's all about the performance and not the trick uh, okay. have you heard yeah. of this guy uh jabrizi i think he was also on america's got talent um yeah yeah he's uh, he his whole story is like oh i uh I grew up poor, so I didn't have any money to buy tricks. So I just did magic with whatever was around me. And so all his tricks are like with just whatever objects are normal, everyday objects that you can find around around you. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, Jabrizi has built a pretty large uh, online following mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with his magic. Uh, however, the one thing I will say is that he's gotten a lot of backlash from uh Danny, did you freeze? Oh, oh no, he can. Okay, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. <laughs> we'll have him back in a second. All right, yeah, we'll get him. We'll get him right on back. Yeah, Michael, what's your favorite uh magician that you that you watch? Have you do you have a favorite <laughs> magician? 
I like, I've seen David Blaine a lot. Uh, uh, so one of the things that we hit with David Blaine, I do, it's just very unique, right? He does a different, oh, there you go. We have Danny back. He's oh, Danny's back. Yeah. Oh, I think he's connecting the audio. Can you guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we, we got you. All right. I'm so sorry. My, my whole Zoom just crashed. It just closed. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. You can't handle the magic, you know? Can't handle the magic. <laughs> so thanks for having me, guys. I'm so excited to uh, to start this podcast all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing Danny H, everybody. <laughs> so I have this Rubik's Cube. Oh, it's already it's already solved. It's already solved. It. It's already solved. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so, so Danny, I just asked Michael what yeah. his, uh, what's like, magicians that he's followed and like who yeah who he likes like what kind of magic i don't know like for me like i don't have a specific type right and i just I, me mentioned david blaine i follow a lot of his show before and so his magic has show evolved every throughout and obviously as he's mm -hmm. gotten older mm -hmm. and, he, and he aged very well like his magic stuff so that leads my to my next question and you know danny i know that you go to magic conferences and stuff like you know and you learn and meet different you know magicians stuff like that what do you see magic going? I'm just wondering, like in terms of trend wise in the next five, 10 years, like. Um, so it's, it's, it's really interesting because technology mm -hmm. is a, is a big thing that's evolving very quickly. Mm -hmm. And even though magic is still very much an art form, it's still a performing art. Um, I think technology and magic are sort of clashing a little bit. A lot of magicians are using it to their advantage because they're using technology to enhance their magic mm -hmm. uh, in a way, in, in, in a good way. But as technology keep, continues advancing more and more, magic tricks will become less impressive because the audience, you know, the, the, the lay person will just think, oh, that magician is just using technology or that magician is using, you know, this kind of technology to accomplish this trick. So it's sort of a challenge when, uh, technology continues to evolve and and to become better because magicians have to continue evolving and you know try to like uh, sort of cancel stuff. out yeah so yeah you have to like figure out a way to make it seem like it's not a like trick uh, or like a or a, uh, a, te a technology, te technology thing yeah oh it's like when yeah. I, it's like when i asked like if that trick if i if it was in real life would i see the same effect Right. Right. Because in my head, I'm and like, that's yeah, why, like, that's like a... and that's the, and that's the problem with uh, doing magic. I think that magic should only be performed live and in person. That's the only way to get the the best full effect. effect. Yeah. Uh, the full effect. Um, but you know, especially because of the pandemic, a lot of magicians have sort of uh, taken it upon themselves to to do these virtual magic shows, and they've sort of switched over to doing just a virtual magic. And they've become very successful at it. It's still a, a thing. Like it's, 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 a, it's a thing that magicians are doing, and it's good. Like they've, they've, they've sort of uh, kind of keeps the spark like Customize, alive. yeah, yeah. And they sort of customize their act to 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 tailor to to virtual magic. That way, mm -hmm. like, um, like a lot of a lot of the tricks that magicians are doing virtually is they'll do tricks that involve the people at home like the people yeah. at home would be taking cards and doing yeah instructions with with these cards and then you know everyone will have the same card at the end something like yeah, that yeah. so i think that's a great way of of doing 
because it's virtual there's no way yeah Yeah, getting people engaged in in the virtual show um but there's also like um there's also a big con with that because you know i I, like i said before magic should i think magic should only be experienced live that's the, the only way to get the full effect and social media has sort of changed a lot of that there's a lot of you know you were saying robert jabrizi uh, there's there's a lot of these social media magicians that are gaining a big following on so on social media, and to an extent, it's sort of hurting magic because um, they're doing these tricks not for the people that they're doing it; they're doing it for the camera. So oh, a, a lot of the time, the people will be uh, exposed to the secret, mm-hmm. and then they'll be they'll be taught to react a certain way. They'll be like, "Oh, like when I do this." You're gonna go crazy. It's yeah. more about like the the oh, morality so the, of the content that they care right. about, as opposed to the magic trick. And that's that's what I was that's what I was saying about uh, Jabrizi before yeah. uh, before Zoom crashed. Yeah. Um. Not not to hate, but Jabrizi has gotten a lot of backlash from the magic community because he does that. A lot of his videos involve him going up to random people and being like, "Hey, I want you like you're gonna see exactly how this trick works because yeah. you're behind me." Yeah. we're doing it for the camera yeah but i want you to go crazy and i want you to they're like he's like uh he's teaching these people how to react he's yeah. like staging yeah, yeah, yeah. them you it's know a stage, it's a stage. i think like expectation that's what he's doing right now yeah it's like a yeah stage reactions which is yeah not you don't want not, reactions yeah, yeah it's not as authentic you, you don't want that you know it's like the same thing like when you watch what's it called like a cop like a like a sitcom show live they, have, they say applause or they say laugh really hard you know yeah. and you don't want right that. You yeah. don't want that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying, though. So, so yeah, uh, I I see magic. Uh, magic has has really become popular on social media, especially yeah. in this last year. Um, but that, I think I feel like that kept the spark alive due to the pandemic. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Uh, it may have you know magicians were able to adapt to virtually a little bit, and then somehow mm-hmm. keep people engaged nicely. Mm-hmm. But to your point, though, I think to get the full effect of it. Is better in person, hundred percent. Like that's hundred percent. I, yeah. I completely agree. With that I agree with that, but I also was involved. Like my company had a magician tailor uh, a show for our for like all of the Live employees, and yeah, so it was like a Zoom com- like a Zoom conference, right. and like the guy came on, did all his stuff, and that show was amazing. Just even can like, I can virtually. I ask you who who it was? Um, Do you remember the name or what he looked like? I don't remember. Hold on. Let me get the box. Maybe it's on the box. Yeah, please do. I'm, <laughs> I'm super interested because there's been a, a lot of, not a lot, but there's been a handful of magicians that have yeah. sort of taken over this like virtual realm of, yeah. of, of offering their shows. Oh, is that Dan White? Dan White. Yeah. Dan White. <laughs> Dan White. Yeah. I, I recognize it from the box. Yeah. Dan White. Yeah. That this show Big was. Big shout out to Dan White. This I show love is Dan so White. good. Like you, I, yeah. I, I watch it. There was a point where like, like somebody like uh like they're like oh we i want you to experience like what what it's like to have have like a balloon when you're like young right so then somebody (laughs) one of the employees he like picked them out and told him to go to their door and there was a balloon on her door like like that's fucking weird right like what the hell happened and then Yeah, and then like it turned, and then at the end it was like, like they did such a twist at the end. It was like crazy. The whole show was was amazing. I thought it was so yeah. good. Yeah. That's so good, yeah, though. so Dan Dan White is incredible. I haven't seen his virtual show, 
but I've heard so many good things about it. And like, I recognize the box immediately because yeah. what's interesting about, about what I was talking uh, about before is that uh, to make it more engaging, yeah. these magicians that are doing virtual shows, they'll ship out a box to people yeah. and they'll be like, Hey, don't open this until I instruct you to like during yeah. the show, mm -hmm. there's secret stuff in here. So yeah. that just makes it more engaging, more interactive. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's super cool. I actually, I, I haven't seen Dan White's virtual show, but I saw him live. He has a show in New York City called The Magician, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was able to see it live and it was incredible. It was amazing. Uh, Dan I, White's I probably one I of the, the, the best magicians working right now. Nice. I, I can't wait to yeah. see, live, see him live. I, I heard about him, but I've never seen any of his show before. So You have to, Mike, yeah. next time you're in New York, you have to go see his show. All right, I'm definitely I mean, down. based on based on just the, that show that I had online, <laughs> Virtual, I, yeah. I would totally go see his live show there too. Because his live show is so nuts, good. and I saw it a long time ago. So like, it's probably you know it's probably changed for the better now. So, all right, well, Danny, um, we don't want to take too much of your time. So we're gonna try to wrap up this episode with our funny HMG session. Do you have anything funny you want to share with us? It doesn't have to be funny, I guess, or it could be any, any stories. Um, oh, you, you have, have that thing for, from David Blaine that you're going to oh, show yeah. us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so when I met David Blaine at the airport, yeah, he the cards that I talked about that he was playing with in his hand, yeah. he gave them to me. Oh, nice. He gave them to me. And it's not just a regular deck of like bicycle cards. No, this is like, this is his logo, ABC. Okay. ABC produced like his one of his specials that he aired mm -hmm. recently okay. and that's like the David Blaine logo so this is his deck of cards and when he handed it to me he told me like hey this is a it's actually like I produced this deck like it's actually super rare like I'm never going to release these to the public yeah. wow so this is like a super like rare deck of cards and then the great part about this story is that after I met him at the airport like in line while he was about to board the plane yeah. he asked me before he boarded the plane he asked me for my seat number yeah right and 45 minutes into the flight, he gets out of his seat in first class. He comes to where I am and my parents are at. And he starts talking to me, giving me advice in the middle of the aisle while, while the plane is flying. <laughs> yeah. And then he signs, he signs uh, one of the cards for me. Wow. And nice. then, uh, you know, I tell, I tell him a little bit about myself. And he's like, oh, I'd love to check out one of your clips or whatever. Uh, take down my email. So I take down David Blaine's email. And... I email him that night when I get back home. It's like, hey, it was nice meeting you. Uh, uh -huh. Hi. <laughs> and, then he take, and then he emails me back like 10 minutes later. He's like, call me tomorrow. And he puts his phone number. Oh. So the next wow. day. Yeah, the next day. And I know this all sounds like uh, a weird fever dream. This actually happened. This is all true. <laughs> uh, the next day, I was like super anxious. I, I did not sleep that night. I call him. He didn't respond. And I call him with my dad's phone on voice memos about to record the conversation because I yeah. just want to record this yeah. random phone call with David Blaine, yeah. uh -huh. thinking that it was just going to stop there at that random phone call. Yeah. Anyways, he doesn't respond the phone. He calls me back like hours later. And he's like, hey, Danny, like my flight's going to leave soon. Do you want to hang out? <laughs> and at the time, I didn't drive. So my dad drops what he's doing. He drives me like an hour away he was staying at ball harbor in miami uh -huh. so um so yeah so so that's like that's like an hour and with traffic too my dad was just swerving through the streets trying <laughs> to get me to david blaine wow so i so i yeah so i i meet david blaine he, inv he invites me to like i think he was staying at this random penthouse uh, -huh. uh in ball harbor i go up to the penthouse 
and we just hang out for like 20, 30 minutes. He shows me like videos, uh, like promo videos of his like tour that he did, like his tour with his magic show yeah. before it, it was even announced. So I knew that he was going on like tour wow. before he even announced it. Uh, and I got to see the video. So yeah, that was, that was a crazy experience. Did you show him tricks? Yeah, I showed him, I showed him a, tr I showed him a trick. He even <laughs> nice. put me on his Snapchat story. Oh, did oh that's he? awesome. Yeah. yeah, he put me on his Snapchat story. He tagged me, he like, he tagged my Snapchat uh, nice. handle. Nice. And like, I gained like a hundred Snapchat followers. Wow. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's really cool though. That experience, I, I would be inspired just to keep learning from that. that oh point. man, it was, like, it was nuts. Like, yeah. Like now, like, you know, it's maybe, it's been what, seven, eight years later. And now you probably know magic better now. You probably sh can show him better tricks. Just to see how impressed he is. Or maybe he's like, oh, this kid made a, made a disappointment in me, maybe perhaps. Oh, <laughs> just, <he's reacting. laughs> this is his reaction again. Once see how, more, yeah. You know? I mean, but they're no, buddy man. buddies. You have his number and That's everything. That's true. They're yeah. buddy buddies now, you know? Well, it's not, it's not like that. It's not like that. I, I I remember texting him like years after that. He never responded. So Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean <laughs> but, about all the fans though, that he meets, right? So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, course, you know, yeah. but it, it was it, it like, yeah, no, he definitely impacted. Like that was a very impactful experience, you know? Well, that made so, a positive experience for you, for sure. Like, it's yeah. just that, like he didn't have to do any of that at all. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to, which surprised me. Like I didn't expect David Blaine to be that nice. Yeah. Like you, you would, you would see him in his specials, and he's sort of like this, like a uh, this dude with that, with this like sort of stoner persona to him. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. He yeah. talks very low, and like he doesn't talk that much. And he was sort of like that in real life, mm -hmm. not as much, but he was like the same. He was himself, but he was so nice. He was super friendly, uh, you know, super engaging with me. Like he actually cared about like what i did and he was giving me really helpful tips in the plane and it was great man it was really awesome that's yeah, cool. that pretty that's pretty cool man, I yeah mean, well, my story doesn't top that so my mine's a funny <laughs> thing <laughs> all right i'm gonna send over my funny story uh it's, well, it's not a funny story it's from uh reddit and it's kind of related to your magic trick you know how you had a magic trick then where you you know turned one dollar into twenty dollars well this guy uh has a bunch of 20s and somehow it makes it disappear. So watch this. Check oh, this interesting. Out. Yeah. He made money disappear. Kind of. You'll see. You'll see oh, what man. I mean. You'll see what I mean. So I just ping it to the chat. So for those who are listening to us on our Apple Podcasts and not watching us on YouTube, which by the way, you should watch this whole episode on YouTube. You definitely um, should. It is it, it is title. Um <laughs> it is title. Next time you next time you show up better. <laughs> better close up your window so is this lady holds up a bunch of 20 dollars bills right shows yeah. up and then some guy just comes in random and just grabs her money and, just, <laughs> and makes it disappear i just no saw it. that's funny <laughs> hold on my my video is still loading <laughs> that's that's one way to make uh money disappear for sure <laughs> it's just so random it happened so fast like her literally like some guy just just grabbed it ripped it out of her hand <laughs> she's holding wow up. First of all, oh, dang. first of all, why would you do that in the middle of, of the street park showing all your money? Like with the window down. With the, with the window, window down. down. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. It, uh, <laughs> it, 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 she was just vibing. She was feeding herself. She was looking feeling, at all yeah. the bags that I just got. <laughs> I'm gonna roll my window down to get some fresh air. Let me let me enjoy this fresh air and this yeah. cash. 
Boom. <laughs> and it was probably like her rent money or something, man. Let me tell you. I don't know. It's crazy though. Man, yeah, that's yeah, a lot of money. That's a lot of money to get stolen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Robert, what do you have for us? Alright, well, uh I saw this and I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but um this is at the Orlando airport. There's a statue. Um inspired by uh dads. dads in the 80s okay <laughs> and i saw this <laughs> wait is that a real guy in it no like if you look at it it looks real like this thing this this looks real but yeah it's a statue oh wow shit. that's it a looks, statue that's a statue <laughs> really dude that's, that's my I... that's my dad that's your that's dad <laughs> the traveler <laughs> this is the traveler yeah that's, no, it looks like my dad a little bit. It looks insanely realistic. Dude, next time I'm gonna go by there and check it out. That's crazy. I don't know if this is real or not. Maybe it's uh maybe it's just a guy who just fell asleep in there. But yeah. This is <laughs> by, by the way, this is in terminal B. No, no, terminal terminal yeah, yeah, it is terminal B. That's crazy. We're gonna do some research on this. Well, well gay between gay 159, 150, 159, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna check it out next time. I'm right, this guy looks so real. Yeah, that looks very real, though. Jeez, and, look, at, look at the look at the wrinkles in the knees, the muscles. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. It, and his and his facial expression too, while he's sleeping. That's yeah. that's so impressive. Yeah. Even his, even like how dirty the bottom of his shoe is. <laughs> the detail, just like the the, the amount sure of detail real guy? into that. It could be a real guy. Who knows? Oh, yeah. So in in the Fort Lauderdale airport, they have something like that. That's similar. They have a guy. They have a statue inside of this glass yeah. like casing. Yeah. And it's it's similar to that. And it's a statue. Like I've passed by it. Well, this time. So this guy's from Davy, by the way, the artist it's from Davy, Florida. Oh, from Davy. Okay. Yeah. So, so one of the yeah. One so of the it comments, might be the same guy. One of the, the comments artist. says, uh, "It looks creepy. It looks creepy real in person." Oh, so, so it is real. So okay. it's possible. It's, yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, wow. so we're gonna end doing end up last our last segment of section. We're, we're gonna you know let our rant you know emotions rage go. So if you guys want to rant, be, you know, so be it. Let's do it. Let's re- let it out. Okay. All, All right. right. Who wants what to go first? Uh, y'all go first. All right. I'm still thinking. About, well, Danny, you go first then. Your rant. You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it, buddy. All right. Well, my how do I? I, I no, I need I need to see one of you guys. Yeah, how do you guys do it? I'll go first. How do you guys rant? So, so my rant is this big: is that um, it's kind of really probably sort of, I mean, kind of a little bit story related to what we talked about last night and during our you know dinner after our improv class. So I went to this on I went to this date uh, last week. Was it last week? Yeah, yeah, last no more than a week ago. Um, I thought it went well. Uh, you know, a couple of days later, I text her to see how she's doing. I get a one-word reply back. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I then two days later, I forgot to reply back to her. So I was like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I was trying to set something, set something else up in a sense. No reply back. Ghosted. I'm like, okay, cool. Ghosted. All right. okay. No, no. Then, and then two days later, I think, yeah, what, today is this Wednesday. Yeah. So like literally on Monday, she sends me back, say, hey, blah, blah, blah. She'll be busy. Um, you know, you want to, you want to do something, you know, uh, t- actually today, today, she's like, want to grab a coffee today? And uh, you know, I reply back to her. Yes. No response back. Wow. Like, yeah. I'm Weird. like, okay. So why we 
kind of set something up and then not follow through, right? In a sense. So I don't know. That's my rant in a sense. Like I'm like, you know what? Uh, I don't have. I, I don't want to deal with this. I don't have time to deal with this. So she doesn't deserve you, Mike. I agree. Yeah, that's why, that's why I don't care as much. But it's just that yeah, I still, she, I still doesn't, she doesn't deserve you. <laughs> it's still kind of like I get it. You're you're busy, right? But if you're trying to, I guess, talk to people, meet people, like you know, just be straightforward about it. Like say you're busy, and then you did know. she have did 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 she have a red receipts on? So like you could tell if she read it or no. Uh, no, she doesn't have an iPhone. That's a thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Have you heard? Yeah, of that's the... a big red flag already. <laughs> Oh, have you heard? Of, have you heard of there's this uh these two people on Tinder who text back and forth for three years, uh three for three years and it like it went viral and they went on like Ellen DeGeneres and stuff like. Oh, what? So, here, let me show. I think here I'll send you this link. Right, so is basically they they met on Tinder. And then they just kept reply like the replies were like, hey. And then she said she sent the reply back like months later saying, sorry, my phone died. And then he <laughs> said months message, later? Months later, yeah. And then he <laughs> sent he sent stuff back. And then like months later, he'd be like, sorry, I just got out of the shower. And then, and then she sends them back months later, said, sorry, I was in class. Like they just did this for three years where they just <laughs> send these messages said back. sorry <laughs> they just so kept apologizing yeah, so, wait, just... <laughs> so have they met in person so on ellen they met oh on ellen yeah Dude, <laughs> don't tell me what? they got married no i don't know they started dating or i don't know they they actually went on a date or whatever once they met up on ellen but yeah it was it was it's like hilarious this couple uh like like their whole conversation is just so funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow. All right, I guess industrial rant, right, Robert? <laughs> no, that's not my rant. I was just right. followed up what you had. I so know. my my rant, I don't know. We've had conversations about this before, yeah. but like my rant is, I ordered something from Under Armour, right? And it just yep. comes in like this little tiny bag. Yeah. Uh, they sent a huge box. Like here, let me show you the box. It's not and Robert key. has disappeared, ladies. And yes, this. Oh, and he's back. <laughs> they said yeah. this big of a box for oh, one tiny bag, just a tiny bag inside. It was <laughs> the bag was probably smaller than my phone. Like it was, wow, it was that it was that small. And they sent a whole box. So I was going out and uh, meeting up with friends. Oh, what it was was a mask, right? I, I bought one of those masks from Under Armour. Right. And yeah. all it was one mask, so it's just a little bag. And so I got a message saying that I have a package. And so I went downstairs. I was gonna go meet people. And I was like, I think it's a mask. Like it's the only thing that I have coming. So I was like, Hey, how big is the package? Maybe I can just take it with me to wherever I'm going and then come back. And then they showed me this huge box. And I was like, All right, it's too big. I don't know if I can do this. I come back home and I get it and it's just a little bag inside. I was like, "There, why? Why even have this huge? <laughs> why have this huge box for this such a small?" Item? Was there was there a lot of bubble wrap? No protection. No, no bubble wrap. This is it. Just the box and then a bag Jesus inside. Christ. <laughs> there was no bubble wrap. It was interesting. Ridiculous. <laughs> interesting. That's so crazy. Under wow. armor, not trying to save the environment at all. 
that happens a lot with Amazon too, though. So that's true. Yeah, but at least they put bubble wrap to make it like feel like they're trying to protect something. That's true. <laughs> this yeah. was just like. Uh, this is just a little bag in a box no bubble wrap is it no bubble yeah. wrap they just they just wanted to give the mask some air some some you know yeah. some space to yeah. breathe i was like oh my god this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how about how about you danny what is your rant so uh my rant is a little bit similar to mike's uh i i had it about a week ago i had a date and i got stood up <laughs> you got stood up <laughs> i got stood up it happens. Yeah, it does happen though. More, more, but more. but yeah, but but the funny thing, and that's why I asked you is like, does she has does she have her red receipts on? <laughs> because mine, my date did, and I could tell when she was reading everything. Wow. And she stood me up. So, so there's that. Yeah. It happens so. though. Was it a blind her name? Date? Her name. Her name is. No, was it a blind? It was date? not. A, no, it was not a blind date. But we never met before. Oh. so kind of so like well, i knew what she looked like she knew what i looked like you think she so came like, in saw you and was like that doesn't look like the guy I saw no she was there. never there she was never there she's never um there. she was never there i i show up at this restaurant i wait like an hour and then she texts me like oh my my friend is having car problems i have to take her to work okay and i was oh. like okay uh do you want me to stay or should i just go and she's like just go and oh. then yeah and i was like okay so what's the plan now do you want me to help you like with your friend's car like do you yeah. want to just do something else mm -hmm. and she was like yeah yeah like you like we can we can hang out closer to where i am because whatever and i was like okay where like where at and that's the last message but she, you saw, she read where you saw she read where at and then she didn't respond wow left on red Definitely left on red baby red. yeah red. that's wow. crazy yeah i I mean, I guess that does happen, but I mean, I mean, I, so I learned to deal with it because that happens a few times and happened to me a few times too, though. So like in terms of like, yeah, just, that's just never happened to me. Yeah. You're, you're young, Danny. Don't worry. You'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll All be right. stood up a couple times before like, my heart like, breaks let me, forever. Let me tell you, Danny, life lesson. <laughs> eh, doesn't matter at the end of the day. You yeah, I know. I, I know. Yeah. I, I was salty about it that night. And then after it's that night, like the time. next morning, it is was it. Well, yeah, it is still. He, he, he was, he was going to take her to this nice place, and he's he was he was already there in a sense already. So yeah. I was you there for an hour. You I didn't have for dinner an hour. or anything, right? You, you kind of just, you just left. No, I had I had uh, I I dinner by myself. I sat at the tape. No, I'm kidding. No, I, I left. <laughs> I left. I left, and that's it. Like, um, but I did wait for an hour. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it would have been nice if she would have just communicated, like. Hey, I'm so sorry, you know, but she didn't. Mm -hmm. And we were taught like whatever. So it is what it is. No, oh, it happens. So I mean, oh, yeah. Man. All right. So we appreciate having you on, Danny, first of all. Uh thanks for thanks sharing. for having me. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing your little bit personal life, a little bit, uh, some amazing magic tricks. Um, would you like to pimp any pimp anything out? Where people can find you, follow you. What is your uh, tour? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> exclusive exclusive tour video is yeah, that right? right? <laughs> Never before seen. There we go. Uh, yeah. So thanks. My yeah. So my Instagram is uh, Danny H Magic. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook is just Danny H Magician. And if uh, if you want to just find me on Google, I have like a Google listing. You can find like my website, everything else through there. 
just search up on Google Danny H Magician uh, and right. you'll find me. There you go. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun uh, getting to talk to you guys and share a little bit of, of magic. No, no, I appreciate for, you know, you just hopping on because I feel like we needed some episode like this because, you know, I, I want, Robert talked about magic the other day. I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of magic. I was like, you know what? I think audience want to know is magic is real. So I think you're the, the, the perfect fit for this. So. Yeah. Well, magic is real. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, for those who are listening to us uh, on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, please make sure, leave a comment, you know, leave a, let us know your favorite magician. And just watch this episode live on YouTube. It's much better. Just watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Smash that like button. Uh, Smash the subscribe too. Uh, And then you leave us a comment telling us your favorite magician or maybe favorite magic tricks that you've seen. Mm -hmm. Tell tell Danny how how crazy his trick was. That's. (laughs) And then uh, if you want to listen to any of our other episodes, you can go on our website www.gfothoughts.com. Well, Danny, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for Yeah, me. thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, See you later. See you later. See you Take care. Days. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Gluten-Free Organic Thoughts Podcast. If you are watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, like this episode, and leave us a comment. And as always, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GFOT Thoughts. Until next time, see you then.